Hi, and welcome to the latest episode of the Good Works Podcast. Today, we're at 171 Cedar Arts in Corning, and we're going to talk about street trees. And as always, please stick around till the end so that you can hear Sarah and I talk about what we're looking forward to in the next couple of weeks. Normally, we start and we kind of say it's been a little while and all yeah. of that. It has been a little while, but winter will not leave. I know, I know. It's like we're stuck in this weird winter mix. It is. It's been spring for a while, but there's mm -hmm. no spring out there. I know. I really hope by the time our viewers and listeners are hearing this or seeing this, spring has arrived. Hope so. I don't know how much more winter we've got in yeah, this. I know I don't have any. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But... But what I will say is maybe all of this long winter in some weird way is good for the trees or something. I don't know. I don't know enough about them. I think you're being very hopeful. I am. <laughs> I'm looking for a silver lining. <laughs> okay. Well, we're here today. We're in 171 Cedar Arts, which is a really favorite place in mm -hmm. ours. And we're here to talk with a friend of ours about something near and dear to our heart. And yes, we're, we're going to talk about trees, yeah. but more importantly, we're going to talk about the idea that you can be walking through town, your town, it, it really doesn't matter, your community, and you can see a problem. And instead of thinking who's going to solve that problem, you can say to yourself, I'm going to be the person that solves that problem. Yeah, exactly. And at the Community Foundation, we have a lot of examples of people just noticing something and wanting to take action. Um, and a lot of times it takes money to do that, but yeah. sometimes it doesn't take money. The important thing is that you just stop and pause and notice and reach out for help. And take action. Mm -hmm. So our guest today, Jess Raleigh, she did exactly that. Jess was walking through Corning and noticed that there's not a lot of coverage, um, not a lot of street tree coverage, which we're going to talk about in more detail in a second. And instead of just saying, oh, that's too bad, she said, I'm going to do something. So welcome to the Good Works Podcast. Thank you, ladies. It's good to be here. Um, in answer to your question about winter, we yeah. have been told by our arborist friend that we have that winter is the time where the trees are putting down their roots really deep. Mm -hmm. And so we're kind of hoping the silver lining of this long winter slash spring is that our newest trees that we planted will be healthier for the better because so of the lighting. That's so. so good. That alone helps me think really <laughs> about this long yeah. winter. Yes. Oh, okay. I hope, I hope so. Good job, little roots. Yeah, I hope. Sounds good. So Jess, why don't you talk to us about the Corning Street Tree Project? Yes. Um, so my friends and I started this project when we went out of curiosity to a meeting that the city was hosting for NYSEG to explain some things about some tree pruning that was happening in our neighborhood in, in Corning. We were curious, actually, if anyone was planting trees after they need to be cut down, right? Mm -hmm. So like re investing in the street trees. So we found out that it's been about two decades actually that Corning just hasn't had money in the budget mm -hmm. to plant trees and uh, the city manager was really clear that they uh, don't they don't dislike trees <laughs> and that's not like not a priority at all for them mm -hmm. but we kind of thought it was really interesting and you know NYSEG was explaining really well too like why sometimes they have to cut trees in a way that seems funky to us um, and why sometimes they have to be taken down not just for the power lines but for safety and, right. mm -hmm. and things so we kind of took that as, oh, that's it's kind of a bummer. And then we were like, I wonder if we could just plant some trees. Like, yeah. I wonder if we could do that. So mm -hmm. um, so we did. We, we met with the, the city leadership who were really supportive of our project. And we wanted to start this uh, public-private partnership, I guess, where mm -hmm. we would raise money and plant trees 
and uh, the city walked us through how to do that and what the um, guidelines are for how what types of trees you can plant mm-hmm. and things and um, so we just did it. I think that's really amazing because you see tree cutting happening all, oh. all the time, yeah. all over. But I've never heard of a group of people, and maybe there have been, I just haven't heard of it, a group of people who who actually want to do something. Usually, in my experience, it's left to municipalities yeah. or it's yeah. somebody else's job to do it. And that's not at all what you did. And I don't envy the city's... Um, job that they have. I don't really even like doing my own personal budget that much. So the (laughs) idea of like a city budget where there's a lot of priorities that we have to take into account. And so instead of trying to affect change by by going in and asking for the city to do something different, we just kind of said like, can we help? And can we just do this one thing? Like we just want to do one thing. and we, we have another arborist that we've heard says that the um, the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago, oh, and yes. the second best time to plant a tree is today. So <laughs> we were like, you know, oh no, it's been 20 years. But then you think, well, but if if I if we still don't do anything for the next 20 years, then in 40 years, the city of Corning is going to look very different, and it's mm-hmm. going to have a lot of uh, maybe unforeseeable impact that like people just don't realize until after it's already happened and then it's not too yeah. late it's never too late but it's too late for at that time you can't just like bibbidi bobbidi boo a new tree into right. existence right so. i was right. that was something i wanted to ask you why <clears throat> do why do street trees matter so much um, our favorite thing to talk about with street trees is that there's kind of something in them for everybody. Mm-hmm. So as Earth Day is coming up, we're mm-hmm. thinking about, we, we're familiar, I think, with the environmental reasons that trees are really awesome. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times I think we think about them being like kind of out in some nebulous forest somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so what we like to talk about is that the urban forest, um, the trees within our city are really important to us. One thing is that they create safety. So a well tree-lined street um, subconsciously vehicles driving on them will drive a little bit slower so it makes mm-hmm. it safer for vehicles and also for pedestrians also it's um, really good for the economy to have street trees uh, we invest a lot of money in our local businesses and we want people to come down to our shopping districts and so when there's well-lined streets uh, people are more likely to walk not just for exercise but also for a local commuting, like to go to the store or to go grab something from Market Street or to go out for dinner. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing that I think is really important is that we have a, humans just love trees and we might not even think that we love trees. Like maybe you really love living in the city. So you're like, I mean, trees, like nature's okay, but it's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. Humans actually will choose to walk on streets where there are more trees, even not on purpose, right? Like they just don't think about it, but they do. People will tend to buy homes where there are street trees. And so property values are more when there's street trees. So it's all an interesting thing that's kind of interconnected and there's no real like, there's no, everybody wins. Like it doesn't matter what your cause is. Like there's something about a street tree that's going to improve everybody. Everybody in their city is going to benefit from it. I love how you say that everybody wins because I think it's so easy for our neighborhoods and residents to just be mad about nice egg and mad about the tree cutters for, you know, having to do the wonky things with trees to make it safe. Yeah. Um, but instead, there was a partnership and you were listening to each other and then you, t- you took your action. I just, I love that. Yeah, and um, NYSEG actually was really great because not only did they donate uh, three trees, four, four trees last year for us to plant, but the arborist volunteered his own time. So like the NYSEG arborist came and met with us. Oh, nice. We didn't know how to plant. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could have Googled it, but it was much better to have someone who's like trained to know yes. how to. And he taught us things about trees that I was like, oh my gosh, I, 
I never knew that. That's so cool. Um, he was there for us. Like we were able to kind of just email him and be like, so should we, how much should we water it? Like this week is really dry or like how far into the fall he was there for kind of like support. Um, so that was something that was interesting was we can, we can think negatively and, and be um, upset about things, but there's lots of reasons why a tree needs to be cut down and we can't really change right. that. I mean, they're living things. They're not like, it's not like a building that mm-hmm. we can just, if yeah. the structure, if something's going on inside the tree that we don't know about, it has to come down or it's not safe for right. people. So, right. And we all like electricity too. So yeah, that's true. So there's this, part of, there's this part of me, people are always like, oh, I just wish that they wouldn't have to like cut them down to interfere with the power lines. And I'm like, I wish people had thought not to plant trees that are so tall in maturity, but it's already happened. Right. You know, it actually happened 30 years ago. Yeah. So, so in the future, we only plant trees that the city has a great list of um, trees that in maturity will not interfere with the power lines. Oh, that's great. So the, ben- the added benefit it is they kind of hide the power lines from the view of the street level. So, oh, I love that. Yeah, it's a nice yeah. little canopy that is like, oh, pretty, and trees, and, and then you don't know happy. <laughs> yeah. So if someone has been listening or watching, and they're thinking, I love this, I love trees, <laughs> I love walking, <laughs> everything about this, and they're saying, I want to get involved, how can they reach out and get involved with the Corning Street Tree Project? Uh, the first thing I would say is to spread the word. So we have a website, it's corningtrees.com, and we're also on social media at that same handle on uh, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. You can find us at Corning Trees. Uh, we just need to let people know that we're out here and that we um, want to get involved more in the community. The other thing is you can donate at the Community Foundation. You can go and um, to their Donate Now button on the drop down where it's Choose a Fund. You can find us under C for Corning Street Tree Project Fund. Any amount of money is really helpful. It only costs $175 to plant a tree. So okay. we are really looking for people. I would love to see um, everyone in Corning just giving $5 to this fund yeah. so that we can all kind of participate together. Uh, we will also have, uh, we'll broadcast on social media when we're planting trees. If people want to come and get their hands dirty and actually do it with us. Right now we're still doing everything by hand. So, awesome. um, And then the only other thing I can think of is if you have a house in the city of Corning with um, no trees in the front. So we're looking to plant in the right-of-way. It's called the city's right-of-way in between the sidewalk and the street. And um, if there's no trees there and you would like to be a street tree ally, so we're looking for people who will let us uh, plant trees there so that they will actually be able to water it as well for the first year of its life. So if you or a friend has a blank space and you want to put a tree there, just contact us and we'll get it working on it. So many ways to take action. Yeah, so I love many. it. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for being a guest today. Thank you. Thank you for being part of our community. We love that you saw this problem, you took action, and now these trees will be around for generations to come. Mm-hmm. You're such a role model to other community members, and we really love that um, we've gotten to know you. So thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, with that, there are so many things to look forward so to, things. Sarah. Warm weather. Yeah, warm weather. <laughs> But what is something um, that you're really looking forward to here? So, so for the for a number of years, um, the Arts Council of the Southern Finger Lakes has been putting on a show, a fundraiser for the organization called Recycled Runway. Favorite. And at the Community Foundation, we've we've helped along the way a little bit um, with some support, and so um, I'm really looking forward to attending the event and seeing all the amazing artists and their designs and what they come up mm-hmm. with just using all recycled materials. It's it's very cool. It is a fantastic night. Yeah. Um, it's at the Corner Museum of Glass yes. on May 5th yep. this year. It's a little earlier than it's been in the past, yep. but that's going to be a really fun event. I think so, too. How about you? I, okay. Okay. 
You know musical what? Theater? Always musical theater. No, all right, beautiful. We'll be at the Clemens Center in May. They're doing the long run, so all right, there's that. Okay, that aside, um, I'm really looking forward to something that's happening at the Shimon County Historical Society. They're going to have um, an exhibit focusing on the Jewish culture, Jewish families in Elmira. Oh, wow. And it's going to be up starting um, in the next couple of days in, in April, but it'll be up all the way until mid-September, mm -hmm. which means... I plan to take an afternoon and make sure to have lunch at Wisner Market oh, perfect. when that starts up and then walk over to the Historical Society. I'll look for a tree-lined street to walk along <laughs> and make an afternoon of Elmira. Um, there, Elmira is going through such a renaissance mm -hmm. and it will give me an opportunity to see it uh, firsthand. On foot. Uh, by foot, yes. <laughs> so that is going to be an afternoon. Um, I can't wait for it. That sounds great. Yeah, I might grab a friend or something. You know, there's nothing like maybe introducing someone who's never been to the Historical Society. Right. Right. So I might might look for that opportunity. I'll be your friend. Will you be my friend? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so one day in uh, the summer, check out Sarah and I bopping along the streets of Elmira. <laughs> thank you, Sarah, as always. Thank you. And thank you, Jess, for being part of our um, episode today. I can't wait to see what happens with the trees this summer. Um, I'll be looking for maybe some to water myself. I think I should get out there and yes. get my hands dirty, too. And thank you all who have stuck with us till the end, listening and watching to the Good Works Podcast. Mm -hmm.